Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Joe McCall here. I'm just going to record a brief little introduction. This is actually part two of our podcast interview with Corey Taylor. You're in for a treat. We cover a lot of good information about some of the more of the marketing that we do for these properties that are laid on taxes, some of the exit strategies, and we go into more detail about the software that Corey has that helps with all of this stuff. So I just wanted to give a quick introduction to the show. We recorded this. They just got way too long, so I've decided to cut this podcast into two parts. I sure appreciate you pa- your patience and waiting for part two to come out. This was a great interview with Corey. Uh, stick around to the end. We're going to give you a really cool bonus at the end if you listen, <clears throat> or you could actually just go to the show notes and get it right now. But uh, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com for a couple reasons. Number one, get our fast cash survival kit. It's free. Number two, if you go to the show notes for this episode, you'll get some of the websites and links and videos that we give away as a free bonus um, at the end of part two, okay? Let's see, anything else? I don't think so, but we sure appreciate you guys. Listen, please leave us a review in iTunes. All of your reviews and comments and well wishes and even negative reviews are, are, are welcomed. We appreciate all of the feedback we get from people all over the world, it's amazing. It blows me away, the feedback and the encouragement that we get from people literally all over the world calling us about our podcast. So as my my phone is ringing here, um, take care, guys. Enjoy part two of our interview with Corey. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, good. Yeah. And then your number one strategy is to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're giving them advice, but then you're also there to buy their house if they're willing to sell it for you, to you, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's we're buyers. Yeah, a lot of a big advantage for going after these properties too is a lot of them are free and clear, isn't that right? A lot of them are free and clear, or the or the, or the bank would have paid the tax. Yeah, some of them have lenders. You'd be surprised; they're just so disorganized they don't even know that the property's you know laid on taxes. They're not paying them. Wow. Uh, but uh, but a lot of them are free and clear, and a lot of them are owned by heirs that just don't care. They just don't, uh, you know, they don't have an interest, or they don't, they don't care enough about price that they get anything that's fine. I try, I stay away from some of the ones that have, you know, sixteen brothers and sisters that are going to fight about every dollar. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like those. But uh, you know, I worry about that when I get the phone call. Um, and then you're willing to take on the the cheaper twenty, thirty thousand dollar homes if you can rent them out and, and get a good positive ROI. On the I do those. Right? I'll, give, I'll give you a quick example, just to be real quick. Um, the lien would be like $1,200 on the house. So it's almost nothing, right? It's almost nothing. I can get a, a bunch of them, almost kind of like buying bulk REO almost, right? You just buy a, a block of them. The worst case is I'm going to make 12% on my money. Uh, really, I really guess really 18 by the time I buy the lien. But anyway, I either, make, I either make interest on my capital or I end up with a handful of properties. And so all my, my renovation cost is really all I have to get it into rentable condition. And I fill it and I'm making cash flow. And I'm not, I'm not even doing those, by the way, for, for an equity play because I think that you know as we see yeah. a decline in the economy over the next few years, we're going to head in this economic winter. Uh, I don't I don't really I don't really care about what equity is. And if, if I'm buying and selling like our development, clearly I need to sell out as quickly as I can. But for owning, I just want the flow. The dollar's going to increase in value. I want as many dollars as I can coming in, 
And so I want to generate dollars, and I can do that with rents. Even if rents drop a little bit, I'm not going to owe a lender. And so I'm not going to have any of those issues. It's just I got cash flow. And, and you so, find uh, you find property managers in these markets to manage these properties. Yeah, yeah, we do. Now we happen to be there. Uh, like my, my partner's there a lot anyway, just because of our developments going on in the same area. And so it's kind of nice for us to be a, a real good base camp, you know, in one particular location. But yeah, we just find the property managers, call them up. You know, they run it. They send us checks. And so it's not uh, it's not as hard as people. Some people think to do things outside of your backyard. In today's online world, pictures, phones, you know, drive-bys, uh, social media. Um, you can. It's easy to find professionals that are, that are really trustworthy. They can manage things for you without you having to be in that state uh, to do business. So I, I want to make sure we're doing business in the right markets, not our backyard, and then we just kind of succumb to whatever our market happens to be doing. Right? Yeah. I like. I really. I really love Ken Wade's stuff that has the the software about here's the markets that are doing well, here's ones that are declining. I mean, that's like a, a you know that's a roadmap, if you will, about where you can be and not be just in in, in uh, some some foresight. And so we we use that a lot too. Now, can you? So that we're in the right markets. Can can you wholesale any of these tax liens or tax properties? Do you ever do that? You know, uh, you can. Some people we have before we, we where we flipped the actual lien itself. We've we flipped the liens before themselves just because you can. Um, but yeah, once you typically once you get ownership, uh, whether the lien became the deed to you or you foreclosed and got the property or whatever it is. But typically, when you get ownership, you have all the same exits available to you as if you went to the homeowner and bought it yourself. Right? It's a, typically the same thing. Uh, when you have the lien, it's a little more complex about what you're trying to do. Does somebody think it's not going to redeem? What are you selling it to them for? You know, it's a little more complex to talk about how you would flip or wholesale the lien itself because ultimately it's just a piece of paper. And so that, that's a little more advanced uh, strategy to talk about how somebody could make um, you know cash flow actually flipping liens themselves okay. by being a lien buyer. But typically, you'd want to become the owner first through the tax sale process and then do whatever you would do as if you owned it through any other means. Well, let's talk about vacant land with late taxes because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of land out there with late right. taxes what uh what are some of the things you can do with vacant land you know i've sold some land on ebay i've sold some some lots uh vacant land right on ebay there's a ton of people on there i never thought they were but they're on there looking for it there's a website called bid for assets.com the number four bid for assets and they there's a lot of land getting sold on there um and then surprisingly, Craigslist is a lot, a lot of it's, it's just a, there's a lot of guys looking for land on those avenues, not necessarily MLS because they want a deal. So we've sold um, we've sold I don't know how many lots a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we sold a lot of land pieces before just in letting it known that it's available and getting in super cheap, of course, you know, like twenty cents uh, cheap, and you can wholesale that stuff out um, right away. Even especially the spec builders because they just want to try to land back anything they can. But if it's not if, if even if it's not not that kind of land. Uh, the other, in fact, the other day, I was asked, a guy was asking me for if I had some land just because he wanted to take – he couldn't do it at his house. He wanted to take his his um, kids out on the four-wheelers on a, some land they could just drive around and make some little track thing on and not have to worry about anything. They just wanted you know junk land somewhere. I'm like, really? He's like, oh, yeah, all my buddies are trying to find it. We've been looking forever. I'm like, really? And so I didn't even know there was a market for that kind of thing. So sometimes even the pieces that are a weird triangle, you know, you wouldn't think to even look at, somebody wants that. And if you can get it almost free or even given to you – uh, for the taxes, right? Thousand bucks. You somebody hands you five acres. There's, you're going to make money on that. Well, I've been, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and it's so interesting that we're actually talking about it because I'm actually looking at maybe starting to do some marketing for vacant land for my IRA, my self-directed IRA. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and for cash flow. And so mm-hmm. part of what I'm thinking is find some land that is has late taxes, right? Um, Buy the land and then sell it with owner financing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get a little bit down to maybe recoup my costs for getting the taxes caught up, but then mm-hmm. put it on a 10, 15, 20 year note at 10% interest for, you know, and, and get that cash flow in my IRA. Mm-hmm. Um, what, tell tax me, free. Yeah, I love tax free stuff. So, is that uh, is that a viable play? You, you 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 could I would if I was you know if I was your advisor <laughs> I would say land will be great if your IRA doesn't have much in it. If it had more in it, I would say do it with the house because you'll 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 have a much higher chance of actually keeping that cash flow right than you would somebody that wants land because as in any in any economic dip, somebody with land they can't do much with is the first thing to go. That's the first thing they're going to not pay when there's problems, right? So you'll be the first guy. Your IRA will be the first thing not getting paid. If those people struggle and you have to sell it again, or as if it's a house, they, you know, they don't want to leave. It's their home. So if your IRA can afford it, do that same cash flow model by owning houses in your IRA. But if you need to get started and get some flow and you can get land certainly much cheaper than you can houses, well, I'd say absolutely begin that cash flow with land. And, and when you get in a position where your IRA can move from land to houses, then do that. But my, my partner Tom has lots of houses in his IRA that he loves cash flowing right into his IRA. That's he owns the rentals in his IRA. Yeah, so he's... He's uh, looking forward to that. In fact, he just turned 59 and a half, and so he's uh, got a lot of flexibility now that he's of age. But I like the idea of getting payments, getting some income on land because mm-hmm. there's no, you know, the three terrible T's you have to deal with. Termites, tenants, mm-hmm. toilets, trash, four, four T's. So, like, that's interesting. You're saying, yeah, maybe. Well, remember, you, remember, you don't mess with those things if you're properly managed. If, again, if your, rental, if your rental can't afford a manager, you shouldn't be getting it anyway. Right. Okay. I, I don't. I don't like people buying things where like, oh, I barely scrape with the management. Well, there's better deals. Don't don't do that because I can, I can still get plenty of cash flow and have it managed. I don't get those calls. I just get a check. I get a check with a bill of what they had to fix when they got the call, not me. Right. So that that's you don't you don't have those right. issues unless you're trying to be a manager yourself, which I would I would say you're now you're a manager, not an investor. Okay. All right. So, but you're also saying that when times get tough. The default rate on land is generally a little higher, right? That, that is the first. That is the first disposable thing to go. In fact, they'll they'll stop paying you on your land before they sell their boat to keep paying the rent on their house. They'll keep all those things, and you'll be the guy that gets the call or email saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe, but I, you know, we just were a little tight this month, and I'll hit you next month, and the next month you get the same story, and then oh, I'm so, and it'll be three months before you realize that they really want to pay you, but they just aren't going to." And then you're going to be out three months and then try to get the next guy to buy land. But now with the economy down, who really wants that land to buy? Because you may, maybe there's somebody, depends on, but it depends on the size and what you're doing with it, right? It may, be, it may be snap right up, but you just don't know. You just have to understand that all the houses will be filled and those will be dealt with before your, I'd like to have this land kind of purchase somebody made because that, they're going to buy your land for what? They want to build there someday. They want to ride their four-wheeler on it. Maybe if it's big enough, they're hunting on it. Those are all things that go away when people run out of money. And so you just want to – it's fine to do those things when you can afford it with your IRA. But as your IRA makes more money, I just recommend you get into some good rental deals that you'd be a little more sure you're going to keep getting paid on and not have as much hassle trying to resell it. Interesting. That's interesting. Just food, food for thought. Well, you know, I guess one good thing about having the um, – I mean, let's say you have a $30,000 note on a piece of land. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And your investor has only paid five grand on it. Let's mm-hmm. say ten grand, and mm-hmm. so you've already made your money back. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then if if they stop paying, I could write that off as a loss, couldn't I? Yeah, you know, I, I would love to tell you the answer. I I, um, I should know that answer probably, but I, I don't. 
I don't. I, I would that'd be the first call to your CPA to ask him what he had to say about that. But yes, interesting. It it could mm-hmm. be. I mean, I've already made my money back. Write mm-hmm. it off as a loss, and uh, it would not surprise me. All the tax laws are written for for property owners, right? All the all the laws are written for property owners in the tax code. So uh, I would not surprise me at all if you could do that. Well, I wonder if you could even write off a loss that's in an IRA. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm just looking for uh, looking for somebody because I, I, I have a good friend, Jack Bosch in Arizona, mm-hmm. who um, has made a lot of money over the years doing the same thing with vacant land. Yeah. And uh, just selling it either for cash or for the cash flow. But, okay, yeah. I've, here's another question I have, though, when it comes to vacant land because there's a ton of lots in a lot of inner cities across the country, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's there's everybody every city has those neighborhoods where and it's it's hard to even give properties away um to investors because it would just cost so much money to rehab it you're going to get not the great tenants that would want to live there mm-hmm. um and you go look at a satellite view of these areas and you see a ton of vacant lots out there mm-hmm. where houses have burnt down or they've torn them down do you still you know, if there's properties in the inner city in those areas of the city that are laid on taxes, are you still trying to pick those up, or do you? I only do it on the fringe of the recovery. So first of all, that entire region needs to be doing the things where jobs, real jobs, not government jobs, but real private sector jobs are coming there. And if they're doing that and, and engaging business, um, then I will buy if it's on the fringe of the direction of the recovery. Me- meaning. There's some neighborhoods in Anderson where um, it's a block over from some new houses getting built. So it's in the you know neighborhood where there's a couple things got burnt down farther in, but I'm on the edge of where people are buying and building and renovating because it's it's a, you know again they brought in 800 million dollars worth of business in there. They're all investing capital there. Jobs are coming there, so it's it's on it's on the upswing, right? It's a, it's an emerging local market, and so. I like being there on the fringe. I would not immediately go to the heart of the, you know, of the the vacancy burned out type neighborhood and say, "Oh, it'll eventually get to me." I, I don't go that far, but I, but I will be a block or two from the edge because it's coming, and that, that's a great deal, and I have no issues there. And um, I'll make I'll make a you know a specific decision per house, but uh, but I'm okay doing that. And are you okay Absolutely. with going out way out in the sticks, um, in the middle of the no, country? No. No, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't okay. – uh, again, if I was looking for my first deal and I'm really trying to pull strings and I think somebody over here will buy, uh, man, maybe there's some factors that make that worthwhile. But I, mean, I don't know what Alex would have to say about that. But I, I don't – I just well, – I'm just thinking – I don't know who the market would be. I don't know who the buyer would there's be. There's nothing more <laughs> – there's it, there's nothing worse than a no deal, right? So, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No deal is better than a no deal. <laughs> a no deal. That's right. Yeah, it's well said. Yeah, it will be tough. It'll be tough to go. In fact, let me say this to you, Joe, uh, and Alex. You might comment on this too. I know. I know Jack, um, great guy. I know, but he also said too. He's been he's he's been able to benefit from getting land, right, larger parcels in what they call the path of progress. But I don't. But it, it can't be very far out. Or the path might not get there, and then you're you're a hold guy, and you didn't want to be, or you're holding longer than you thought, or you're not cash flowing it, or all these things where you've got capital tied up now. So unless you stole it, uh, you know you don't. There's there's not a deal there. You can't you can't monetize it. I was looking on eBay the other day to see. Cause I was shocked how much land you could find for sale on eBay. Yeah, amazing. But holy cow, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. like 
literally if, if you were to look at if you were to look up nowhere on a map you would find it right there in Arizona or New Mexico yeah. or Montana but right. these guys are selling this land out there and I'm just thinking you can't even get cell phone coverage in these areas are, are they really selling properties land out there I, do, I, I you know what I would have to track for those like that we, I think we'd all have to sit down and say okay let's be a watcher Right, and get an email to see if it actually sold or just kept getting listed again because I don't know who would buy it. If I was just given a piece of property from grandpa and I didn't pay anything for it except maybe I owe some taxes, I'm going to try to throw it on eBay. I think half of that's what, the, what that is and not somebody trying to buy it and actually make a profit on it. I can't imagine that. Huh. I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's fascinating. It's fascinating it to is. think about. It is. Um, so, and Corey, you mentioned, um, I know I've been asking you a ton of questions, and I hope I'm, we're, we're talking about everything you want to talk about. Um, <laughs> sure. Your, uh, your exit strategy is on these deals it just depends on a lot of things, doesn't it? Can you talk about maybe some of your exit strategies on land, on, on houses, when you get these tax liens? These yeah, properties. yeah. It's it's uh we haven't haven't again haven't done land in a while except this particular development. And of course, our exit was let's build on it and, and, and sell them out. My partner's been a builder for years, so we had the resources and, and you know skills necessary to uh, to be developers. <clears throat> given that most of the development was already done, we didn't have to you know move a bunch of dirt around. So uh, so in this case, you know, exit was pretty simple. We're going to build new and sell. And if at some point somebody makes us an offer, we can't refuse to to sell out. Great. Otherwise, we'll build. Uh, otherwise, I really really like. To fix it and rent for cash flow, I just I really I, I regret all those hundreds I had done, hundreds of deals I had done before. If I had just kept a handful and paid them, not and not a not a sandwich lease option subject to deal, but I mean yeah. a legitimate deal, I kept those. You know, it's just, it's just a stable flow of cash that it just it just uh, cures all ills, right? And so that's where we're at now. Whereas we really want to have flow, so our exits all if it didn't fit into that box. We really don't even buy it. Um, there's been an occasional one that we'll still say, you know what, this is good enough that we probably should go ahead and just fix it and sell it because it has certain features of it that just means it should be sold, uh, and we do that. I, we rarely, rarely wholesale. We're, not, not that new people shouldn't do that, new investors. It's just that shot of couch is helpful and energizing and all those things. But in our business, we don't. We want to make the money, right? In wholesaling, you don't make all the money. It's kind of a just convenience to kind of get a little check and not do the deal, but we, we're okay maximizing every deal we get. And taking it to fruition, so we do that. And so, you know, again, over the last, I guess, in ten years full time now, we're to the point where it's just uh, I'm going to either fix it and flip it. Um, even if I did like a what they call a prehab, right? Even a prehab to sell, I'm not just doing a didn't touch it wholesale. I'm doing a I've done something to make it not scary, and maybe even a homeowner with a two or three K loan might come buy that thing rather than just you know investor only kind of deal. That's Otherwise, a whole tale. A whole tale. A whole tale. There you go. Oh wait, wait, tale. wait! I got a joke. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, come on, Joe. I got to get my kids. Oh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> where where did the dog go after he lost his tail? <laughs> to the retail store. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? <laughs> did your kids you, tell you that recently? Yeah, I get uh, all my best jokes from my kids. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> My minor ten and eight too. I hear those too. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Wow. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, wholesaling is definitely not a long term play. I mean, I think about it. You know, even if you make thirty thousand dollars on a wholesale, um, 
if you're cash or if you're able to make you know fifteen hundred dollars a month in rent, that thirty thousand gets eaten up very quickly in the first uh, two years, and then it's gone. You know. Yes. Yes. And when I and when I talk wholesale now, like I think my last wholesale that I that I thought was worth it, it was like a fifty five thousand dollar wholesale. This was about three or four years ago, and I was like, you know, that those that to me was like I got paid anyway. Like I don't know what he's going to do, but I got paid, and so that's fine. But but I mean the five thousand one, the seven thousand. If you just really, really need a shot of cash, okay, get the shot of cash, keep marketing, get the next deal. But I, I just tell people that unless you really need it, find the partner to make it a rental or find the partner to fix it and get the forty thousand. I mean, get try to get the bigger money. So you think a thirty or forty thousand dollar wholesale you would go for and not I, make a rental property? I well, you know what I'd be thinking was here's what's going. I don't really think about that really because I just don't think wholesale. But if somebody came along, if I didn't even market it, the neighbor said I'll give you thirty. Let's just use that scenario. I just got a lien that became a deed, and somebody said I'll give you thirty thousand for it. I would be going through my mind is, what was I going to get in rent for this thing? Uh, what was my rehab going to be? What would I put that thirty thousand dollars into? Would I go buy nineteen more? Uh, liens with a thirty thousand, and now I'm going to get seven more rentals out of that thirty thousand, just because it was shot of cash. I'm just going to use right now to go right back into the to the funnel, if you will. I, those would be going through my mind, um, but it's just I've just got such a long view now; it'd be hard pressed to take it. Um, I'm selling houses for chunks of cash, so to give up long term income that I'll make a lot of money on, that it was going to be he'd be offering me twelve times seven, eight, so like like three and a half years of income is what he'd be offering me when I want to own it for twenty. Right, and, right. And, that's exactly and so. What I was yeah, yeah. Which, which was your point, right? So I'm like, oh, what? I just, I just don't need to take the discount. I don't need to take the discount. And I love guys like Lindall that say, oh, you know, sell the thing, get your chunk, go into multifamily. I, yeah, when you don't have the chunks, you need some chunks, right? You need to wholesale. You need to retail. I just, I just, um, I think long and hard. And I, want, I guess I'm just saying, I want a reason to need the discount. I want a reason to need the discount. We all have cash flow issues sometimes, right? When you got like, right? Last month I had like six for sale. And I'm like, good grief! I got a half million dollars that needs to come out of the six houses. It was just the holidays, and it just it wasn't going. I'm like, I, I probably would have taken a wholesale if I'd come across one at the time, just because it's nice to have more in the bank, right? To feel good about everything. And so, but, but that's but other than other than those situations where the occasional just, hey, there's some stuff tied up. I, I just really want to look for the long, long term cash flow. Because here's a, I'll say it like this: I love working one time for a deal and getting paid forever. I just I just don't like real estate feeling like a job anymore. Good real line. estate felt like a job. It felt like a job for a long time. You and I flip houses. Like it, it, you can flip cars. You can flip houses. You can flip businesses. You can flip anything that's that's of, of high value, but that's still getting up in the morning and going out and killing something, right? You got to go kill it and clean it and cook it, and that's great when you got lots of energy, but as I'm getting older, I'm like, I got to start looking to when I'm going to be 50. I don't want to be a flipper when I'm 50 and I got cash. Sure, great, but what am I, what am I doing if I don't get out of bed? I want to not get out of bed or go do whatever I want with my family for a day, a week, a year, and I get the same income coming in. That's what I want to be, and I didn't. I didn't do that five years ago, like I wish I would have been. And so I think people need to get started in real estate, get some wholesale, whatever it needs to do to keep that marketing machine going, to keep the deal flow coming in, because you can't you can't live without deal flow. Yeah. But then be thinking of that income statement we talked about. What can I do to make it's it's playing the game really? I, I laugh about this because I never think about the game, but when I end up talking to people about it. I come back to the game of saying it really is true to get out of the rat race, right? You need the rentals paying you the money, and those rentals need to be more than your bills. So I, I, I just the genius of that simple fact is great, and real estate's a fantastic avenue for it. And so I, it did really take something to get me off that focus—a really, really amazing wholesale or offer or some opportunity. Otherwise, I just want to keep loading, loading the hopper, and know that I can lay in bed or go to Hawaii for a year if I want. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to suffer on cash flow. 
and I want to be in that position. I'm, I'm not there yet, but I, that's where I want to be, and I think more people should have that as their long-term goal. It's really good. I was going to ask you advice you'd give to beginners, but it seems like that's, that's lead flow. It. Yeah, it is. You need you need cash for lead flow, so sell some leads if you have to, sell some holes if you have to, get that marketing machine. But at some point, you've got to find the private lender or the or the partner you don't have, the partner for the skill you don't have or the resource you don't have, right, to bring a deal to fruition and then do more of those. And some people's entire strategy is to find guys that want to park money long term, and so they get the deal, find the deal, and they own. You know, half of 20 rentals because there was another guy that wanted to fund 20 rentals and get half the money, and that's fine with him because he didn't, couldn't find the deal, right? So there's, there's all these relationships out there people can form to still get cash flow started. You shouldn't say, I don't have the money, so I can't build a rental portfolio or I can't buy multifamily or whatever. There's always guys with money that can't find deals. So it's great to be a deal finder. Just don't, don't give up everyone on a wholesale. Then you're never really making much progress except a little shot of cash every now and then. And you're not really, you know, you're kind of in a hamster wheel if you don't get out of the wholesale thing sooner than later. Good, good, good. Well, Corey, what's a pl- good place for people to go to get a hold of you, to find you, ask you some questions, get more information about the software you were talking about? Yeah, um, we have a website. Um, we have, there's two, I should say. Tax, uh, TaxSaleTraining.com is kind of our hub okay. uh, for where we do some training, and that's where our, you know, we hold our list there and our membership sites there, and we, we uh, provide a lot of information about tax sales at TaxSaleTraining.com. Cashflowcommanders.com, cashflowcommanders with an S at the end.com, is, is, is an offer, right? It's saying, hey, here's some training, some entry-level training. You might like this. This is how I got into it. You might want to do it too. I think it's great. Here's why I think it's great. You know, Maybe you'll agree and want to work with us is, is a, great, uh, a great thing. Um, so somewhere in that process, we talk about, hey, here's this great tool now that helps get this thing done. In fact, Jack will be uh, – uh, presenting this tool to his uh, people next week, which would be great. You mentioned Jack Bosch. You know, it's good to work with him now. And so next week we'll be working with him to do that, to get a lot of awesome. tax sale people uh, in their hands because a lot of people don't have it in their hands. And this was the one thing that was just a real grind uh, is to figure out what is the county really selling. This is great that there's 500 properties on this list. What, what are they? I don't even know what they are. And it was you, know, you have to go spend two days or hire a virtual for X hours. or It was just expensive. And so now that we've kind of put this power in the hands of the people – to turn those uh, lists into gold a much quick, much more quickly than ever, uh, we're excited about that. It's helped our business. It helped theirs too. Again, our ideas, there's plenty for everybody, so we don't care how many people have it. And um, it's going to be great. So, uh, so yeah, so th- those are a couple of good websites. They can, they can find out more about adding tax sales to their existing efforts of lead flow. I think it would be great if they eventually replace other lead flow with tax sales if they're doing so well at it. But it's like anything else you should be doing that's working for you. And keep doing those things because without lead flow, you're not a real estate investor. Well, the cool thing about this too is people from anywhere in the world could could uh, benefit from this system, can't they? I mean, like, yeah, they, they anywhere, yeah. This this data is available for anybody, and what's amazing too is um, in the United States. I, I was talking recently to somebody in England. Um, it's very hard to get this kind of public records, this kind of public data uh, available. And um, but here in the United States, we have access to this stuff, which is pretty amazing. And, it is amazing. Uh, it, it allows people from anywhere in the world, if they wanted to, listening to this, could actually start investing in these properties, buying these properties, um, and getting them at significant discounts. So good. Uh, the first website, is. again, is, is TaxSaleTraining.com. TaxSaleTraining.com, yeah. The second one is CashflowCommanders. Commanders.com, right. Uh, just, to fl- just to hop on that real quick, Joe, we have, we have investors in our, in our student base all over the, all over the world. 
And because they can't, like you just said, I just want to reiterate it, they, they can access the data here. They get help from us to do it here. Um, they even, we even have some, some, some of the done for you things that they just can't do here on, on site that we can do for them. So we really try to accommodate anybody in the world that wants to invest in U.S. real estate through this cheap, uh, low capital avenue in the tax sale world. And so they should absolutely, um, reach out and see what they want to do. Very nice, Corey. Um, sure. Appreciate it. And, uh, very good information. Yeah, it is. I tell you what, Corey, could we, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you something. <laughs> and if, if you say no, then I'll just edit it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> um, I was just thinking like, I, I always like giving people something after they listen to a podcast or if they go mm-hmm. to our show notes, they can get a little extra bonus. Would you mind just demonstrating for us on a video how this tax software works and if somebody goes to our website, they can see the short little video of how this tax software works. Is that okay? I would do that and one more. I would say I'm happy to demonstrate it okay. uh, and, and do that all well. And I'm happy to give them access to it uh, for 14 days to actually watch it work. So they can see the list. They can plug in lists and go, oh, my goodness, I'm staring at deals. I, 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 I'm staring awesome. at deals. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm happy to do that because the tool is great. With the list to go in it, so I'd hate to provide somebody a pan to gold and no dirt, you know, no gold dust to put in there. And so I, I'm happy doing both. I'm happy to do to both <laughs> okay. so they can really see it because because we stand behind it, right? We say, look, it's working for our business. It can you too. So happy to do that. Okay, good. So we'll talk offline um, about how to get this. So I'll, I'll set up a time to record that video. But I'd like people if you want to get this video of Corey walking through this software, um, and I'm excited about seeing it and mm-hmm. how to get a free trial version of it. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, go to the show notes. We'll have a button on there where you can watch the video and get special access to this thing. Um, good. I'm excited, Corey. I sure appreciate it. All right. Alex, do you have anything else? No, man. This sounds awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, looking at the software myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> realestateinvestingmastery.com, guys. Again, Corey's websites are taxsaletraining.com, cashflowcommanders.com. I've enjoyed this interview. It's been really fun. A lot of fun. Great talking with you guys. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Corey.